Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show, where we love to talk about food, drink, recipes, and techniques, and where to shop, taste, and play. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. And a lot of times when we talk about eat, drink, and be merry, we kind of think about those giant turkeys and pigs on a table and goblets of wine. But what about eating plant-based? You can still eat, drink, and be merry and be a plant-based uh, eater. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We have a plant-based expert. Uh, also, she is a world traveler. She's a yoga instructor and a foodie. She loves food and she loves having a healthy life. Her name is Yesenia Curry, and she's joining us to talk about her new cookbook that is coming out March 1st, 2024. So if you're listening to this beforehand, it's available for pre-order. If you're listening to it after March 1st, well, good for you. It's out. Go get it. Um, Anyway, the book is called Sweet and Savory Life, Simple Flavor-Filled Plant-Based Recipes to Nourish Mind, Body, and Spirit. And you can also go to Yesenia's website. It's yeseniacurry.com, and that's Y-E-C-E-N-I-A-C-U-R-R-I-E. There's no Y on that, Curry. But welcome, Yesenia. How are you? Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so good, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Glad to be on the show. We're excited about this. We thought you were going to be in like a yoga pose for us. (laughs) (laughs) I can uh, (laughs) channel channel that. (laughs) Yeah, I love this. I know we're talking right after the holiday season. I think it's so interesting about the holiday season because there's like people are going, oh my gosh, here comes the vegan. (laughs) And it's like, what do I do? So I want to touch on that with your book, Sweet and Savory Life, that you don't have to be a vegan to enjoy this. It's actually a beautiful stepping stone to get in the kitchen and and enjoy and explore, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I talk about that in the book as well, that this book is not just for vegetarians or vegans um, or people that are veggie curious, but it's for everyone. It's good food that just... Mm -hmm. By default is healthy. And I think so it's the what's what was important for me was the fusion of nutrition and flavor. Um, I'm a foodie at heart, even before I wasn't plant based. And so I I really enjoy my food, the colors, the flavors, the textures. Um, And so that that's, that's important. And so I think you can, you know, it's important that whether you're a carnivore, whether you're a pescatarian or keto or paleo, you can find something um, a value in this book and you can tailor it to your specific needs as well. Well, when you went vegan, you just kind of had that aha moment to do it. And what was interesting is your family stepped up to do it with you, which is kind of, uh, that's a, like how many times that didn't happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I was so blessed and so fortunate to have the support of my, uh, my husband at the time. Uh, my kids were small. They were school age at the time, seven and nine. Um, so, and thankfully they were never really picky eaters. So they were just kind of go with the flow as long as it was good. Then they, um, then they went with it. Um, yeah, when when it happened for me, when um, I told my husband about it, and I, my expectation was that he, I said, listen, we don't have to go all in. We don't have to go mm-hmm. whole turkey, no pun intended. Um, uh, we can go step by step, uh, little by little, and and you know, wean into it. And you know, he was excited. He's like, no, let's 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 go all in. Like I'm, I want to support you, and I want to do it. Um, and so we did. Um, and it was a little bit of a challenge at the beginning, so sort of trying to navigate. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we do this? But eventually, you know, with some time, I got my footing and got excited about cooking and playing with different flavors and and putting things mm. together that were enjoyable for the whole family. So, yeah. didn't your taste kind of change too? About you kind mm. of like 
you started, I mean, I remember being vegan and I, and I did it because, and, and getting into Ayurveda and all these amazing things where I actually needed to detox like my body. Cause when we got back to this country, all these allergies I had as a kid came back. And when I lived overseas, didn't have all these issues. And, um, I didn't realize we had so many additives. I didn't know that's part of what was getting me is like, you know, you could go have a ham sandwich somewhere, but like in the places we, I don't even think we ate that much ham now that I think of it, but like you just couldn't, there were things that were going on like inflammation and it was just what is going on with my body ever since we landed. It's like all of a sudden you've doubled in size. You're, this is not normal. So it was like this process of elimination and I got into cooking and I lost weight. The inflammation went away. I had like actual muscle tone, like, wow. you know, I was healthy. And then stupidly, I got lazy. I started buying all the packaged things mm -hmm. and then I actually got worse than where I was when beforehand. So I kind of, I think having a cookbook and having a cookbook that understands health and is fun to read and gets you to experiment right. is really it would I, I needed you man where were you <laughs> right. listen you know? I, I no I totally get it like it's funny we I always talk about um being vegan doesn't mean doesn't necessarily equate to healthy um, mm -hmm. especially when you're starting out it can be really really easy to fall back on the convenience products the the plant-based meats and cheeses, the pastas. The pot, right. All of those things, mm -hmm. um, they can be, they can be fun additions. Um, but to be the, the sort of the, the base of what you're eating is, is not sustainable. Um, so yeah, um, it, the focus is on real whole foods, um, throughout the entire book and, and that's life-giving foods. You know what I mean? The quality I talk in the book about the, the importance of the quality of the foods that we have, that we eat, um, mm -hmm. And doing the best with what you have, where you are. Mm -hmm. So if you can buy organic, buy organic, buy, buy the best quality food that's available to you where you are. Um, but also mm -hmm. uh, don't beat yourself up about it. Give yourself grace, you know. Yeah, I, my, my taste changed. Like yeah. instead of, and I love cheese, but I got into lemon pepper, became my friend. And lemon and vinegars, vinaigrettes mm -hmm. became like my friend suddenly. Like, even if it was a baked potato, because basically anywhere I went, it was like, here's your French fries. If you're lucky, you get sourdough toast and then you can't eat the butter because, you know, it's just bad yeah. stuff in it. Right. Or like, you know, and then it would be, OK, I got the baked potato. I'm just going to put balsamic vinegar because you could get that in any restaurant. You know, so I kind of my my mouth changed the texture. The, it just completely changed. So for you, did you have that journey of taste change? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think several times over uh, throughout, I've been mm -hmm. doing this for almost 14 years now. Um, wow. And, and it, it, throughout the, the years, people have asked periodically, do you miss, you know, dairy meat or do you miss? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't feel like um, it doesn't feel um, like I'm missing out on anything. It feels, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain in some ways in terms of like the flavor profiles of things have just changed. Um, and I think, a lot of that, like you were talking about the detox effect, when you, you know, when you put better fuel in your body, mm -hmm. your body starts to crave different things and it no longer feels like it needs processed foods, you know, refined sugars. Sugar. Those kinds of things don't, don't appeal to you anymore. Mm -hmm. I went back 
um, this was, I was in the mood for something sweet and I went by the store and I grabbed like a, like a cake. It was a vegan cupcake. Um, but, but it was, uh, when I ate it, it didn't do the same thing that it did for me before. And it was just like really, really sweet and not really satiating. Um, and so eventually I, I grew to a point where I wasn't, I wasn't even buying like snacks outside I was I I was making stuff at home because I enjoyed it more and I knew what I was putting into my food I knew that there weren't any hidden Mm -hmm. um food-like substances in the food you know that I was making and you can have a second cookie if you want (laughs) right Right. you can indulge a little bit more guilt-free right that's how I looked at it I mean it it is I mean we pretty much are plant-based mostly and then mm-hmm. once in a while, it's like, okay, and we travel. So traveling is a whole interesting thing. And that's something I'm going to bring up because, you know, it's like, oh, how can you be that you can? It is mm-hmm. possible, and but it's got to be part of your life process. And so yeah. I think that's what's interesting about what you bring in is this is kind of a lifestyle. It's not a specific diet. It's a lifestyle that you can, you know, take, leave it or take it, you know, as much as you want, right? Yeah, like we're like- saying, you know, Um You've done all these world travels. I know the two of you and your family over 45 countries now, which is exciting. But I feel like the flavors that come from these different countries and cultures, and there's a lot of veganism in in different countries because yeah. meat is a is a luxury in a lot of countries, right? Absolutely. So absolutely. Um, has that influenced your cooking? Yeah. So you said that, especially in Southeast Asian countries, there's a lot of... Uh, mm. Uh, just sort of by default vegetarian options. Uh, yeah, it's funny um, traveling the world. We've we've got to sample some so much delicious cuisine, um, and it's funny because they in these places have influenced the the way that I cook, but not in the traditional way that you would think. So it's not from a place of oh, I'm going to whip up this curry or try to make this specific uh, regional dish. For me, it more so this leaves an impression. I'm, I, again, I pay attention to the textures, the flavors, the the mm-hmm. consistency, and so um, it, it's very experiential for me. And so I'm I'm thinking, okay, how can I not like how can I recreate this, but how can or not how not how I can make this identical dish, but how can I put my spin on it? Or so it's more of inspiration the duplication if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh so, so mm-hmm. yeah do you know what i mean it, yeah yeah it, it's kind okay. of it, it's it's kind of infused this into you know like i think every I, i'm sorry about your last name but everything's curry and chili <laughs> to me like everything gets curried up a little bit you know yeah. to me it's like there's nothing like putting turmeric and everything and and i want those colors and i feel like internationally we did really well in regards to eating the the colors of the rainbow. That wasn't a deal at the time. It was just the way it was. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's a good point too, is having, um, uh, you know, spices and different colors, different colors in your food to make sure that it's healthy. You're eating the rainbow vegetables. Mm. That is. Yeah. 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 So but, you actually went and studied nutrition, getting into all of this. You're like, okay, if I'm going all in now, I'm going to go study yeah. So when we're looking at these recipes, you know that these are good for us. Like we can eat the chocolate brownies and we're going to publish the recipe, right? Uh, these truffles, uh, chocolate covered brownie truffle bites. Now, everyone think about this. When you think vegan, this is not the first thing you think of. And um, I'm assuming dark chocolate is involved in this. It is. Yes. Oh, yeah. yay. 
love, love me some dark chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So nutrition wise, dark chocolate is okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The dark chocolate's okay. good for you. Um, it's, it's really beneficial. I think um, the sweeteners that you're using, making sure that you're using um, unrefined sugars and sweeteners like maple syrup or dates, uh, things of that nature, as opposed to um, mm. the other, the, the other not so healthy options. Um, you were talking mm. about the, the, the holistic, um, the culinary, the, the culinary training um, that was, um, that was really important for me to incorporate, help to incorporate the conscious um, cooking, the, the conscious part of cooking and healthy eating. Um, mm. So that it's not just about eating good food, uh, but also uh, just the fusion of the two was really important. So. Yeah. Understanding and, and, but then also you talk about consciousness in your cooking too, like cooking with love and, having intent positive intent so it's not like wolf it down it's kind of it's kind of yeah. like sipping wine right good wine and you can get vegan wines too <laughs> you can you certainly can yeah that's important <laughs> cooking with cooking with love and intention um so it's not it's not i say i talk about in the book that it's not just it's not enough to just cook well uh, mm-hmm. you know it's important how you know how you feel the mood that you're in um because you're you're essentially pouring that into food into the food mm-hmm. that you're cooking the the energy and the state the state of being that you are embodying um mm-hmm. essentially so you want to kind of be in a good space um mind body and spirit when you're making food for you and your loved ones mm-hmm. you know it affects also, the meal that you have you seem mm-hmm. to have a lot of um don't beat yourself down like you allow yourself to be yourself you know if you've dirtied your kitchen or you haven't been, you know, perfectly vegan. So move on. Like, don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I talk about in the, in the book, I talk about creating a sacred space in the kitchen. Um, And that was, that was huge for me because I wasn't really organized in the kitchen by nature. I was like, you know, going from cabinet to cabinet and making messes and grabbing this a little bit of that and there were messes all over the place and then at the end of the meal I'm like okay and I have this big mess I gotta clean up um but um but it was but it was a really um important principle um for me to to start incorporating because it helped me to um to not have so much chaos in the kitchen and to kind of make it um, you know, with, with incense and not just keeping it clean, but, you know, incorporating that into, you know, my cabinets and, um, my cooking space so that it just, it just amplifies and elevates, you know, the, the vibe, the environment and, and makes me Mm. inspired and more excited to be doing what I'm doing to make my meal. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's fun because yeah, if you start getting all like "Eh," about it and then if you're, like, oh, no, I made this huge mess. Now it's kind of ruined all the work that went into it and the fun of eating it, you know, yeah, so it's the balance of it for sure. Like you said, I don't beat myself up about it. I have days where, you know, everything is really good and I have a good system in place and I have days like, you know, we're mm-hmm. human where it, you know, it's, it's chaos, but you know, that's the balance of it. As long as it's more, you know, I'm, yeah, you I'm, can go to bed without putting your dishes away you know, you can sometimes just start over the next day, you know, or or have a glass of that vegan wine. And actually talking about veganism, I think that, you know, looking at it's the quality of the products like you were talking about, because that was one thing I learned very quickly is 
don't start frying everything, hydrogenated oils and refined sugars, which all of this stuff I didn't even think of look at before. I just went, oh, you know, I started yeah. looking at salad dressings that it was better to make my own than just buy, you know, a salad dressing. Even if it was vegan, it wasn't necessarily good for me. Absolutely. It's funny. One of the recipes in the book, the glorious greens, which is kind of like a, a salad recipe, but but even better. Um, and really simple to put together. I talk about how um, when I was when I used to go to the grocery store and look for um, salad dressings and I would and I'm a label reader because I'm really conscious about what I'm putting in my body. And so I'm reading the labels at the grocery store and I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of stuff that I can't pronounce or that, that doesn't seem like it's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I got I went home and decided, OK, let me put some things together and see what I can, you know, what I can create and stumbled on something. And so that recipe is in the book for that reason. That was sort of an accidental, ah, I could, I could kind of put this together and this works. Um, Mm. But it's real wholesome and greasy ingredients that, Mm. that are actual food and not, you know, again, food like substances, you know, putting weird things in our body, sugar, extra sugar, you know, how much sugar is in, um, uh, you know, standard um, dressing, salad dressing, or even pickles, the sodium and stuff like that, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. it's good to eat fermented food, but it's like, better to ferment it yourself. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Because it's kind of dangerous in there. One thing I do want to touch on two things, actually, is protein is a big deal, because that's what, you know, the first thing people are going, well, how are you going to get protein? If you don't eat eggs, you gotta, you know, you're gonna, and I'm going like, as far as I always knew, like beans have tons of protein. There's different ways. And how much protein do we need? Is that kind of a myth? And I know this is an old school question, yeah, but I it know it's not out of style yet to ask. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that it, I know it's so funny that it still continues to come up. It's um, there's protein actually in a lot of things that we eat that outside of meat, there's a lot of protein and in, in vegetables and plant-based food um, in general, but you, um, I get it in my uh, beans and lentils, um, nuts and seeds, um, but everything that we eat, the vegetables, everything, everything has, you know, some have a little bit more broccoli's got a lot of protein in it. A lot of people are surprised to hear that. Um, Mm. But yeah, lots of, and, and diversity is key. Um, So again, if you're eating, you know, heavy on the carbohydrates or refined carbohydrates, then you're not getting, you know, you're not getting a lot nutritionally there. So, Mm. you know, eating real whole food, you know, fruits and vegetables and grains and, um, uh, you know, and that refined word is just such a, it's, it's don't, don't fall for that gimmick because it's not finer. (laughs) It's not. Um, and, and even when you look at pastas, they have, oh, here's this vegetable pasta, go read the ingredients. It's like, here's a little splash of dye. Let's just, (laughs) you know, no, we added one carrot like and split it up amongst thousands of boxes. And then, you know, yeah. you've got an orange piece of pasta or this hideous green that looks dead. And then, you know, so there's just, there's some good things out there, I know. But yeah. um, I just always go like, eventually, like not doing it yourself. You Down the road, we're going to find out some of these things that we think are safe are not safe. We're going to find out. I mean, I found out in a really hard way. My, I almost got like an autoimmune disease over it because like my hair was falling out. It was bad. It was like, because it was all, I was um, allergic to the soy that Uh, they put in everything. And I didn't, that did it like boom out. And so, yeah, you have to get to know your body. And I like the step-by-step process of experimenting so you can start finding your way and not just go, okay, that's it. 
Yeah, it's, I, I talk in the book about listening to your body and the, the importance of that um, in so many ways. And it sounds like that's what you did, with, you know, as it relates to the soy, you were having a reaction, um, you know, and have maybe doing an elimination. Don't get those burgers, man. You don't know what's in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, again, that's why I falls back onto those convenience foods. It can be fine every now and again, but not again, not yeah. sustainable for, for every day, every day. How do you travel? How do you travel? And that's the other thing, because I was talking about the protein. Yeah. It's like people would go, oh, you know, I know a bunch of athletes who are vegan and healthier. And I know like musicians, we do so many musician interviews and the rock and roll lifestyle is kind of out the window now. They're having green smoothies before they do a show, you know, brush your teeth so you don't have green in there before you do the show kind of thing. But they're healthy and can keep up that 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 stamina. Right. So this thing that you don't have good health is bogus completely yeah. like yeah. you know oh, so yeah I was gonna say that um you know with traveling planning is key so you know planning you know knowing in, in advance where you're going if you can and kind of we usually will um try to look up restaurants that are in the area mm-hmm. the um and then maybe try to see if we can find little organic shops or 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 small um uh, uh whole food uh grocery, grocery places that we can, yeah. find, that we need to sort of fill in the gaps. Um, thankfully we've been, we've been, we've been blessed in that we've been able to find really good food. Um, some places better than others. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we work with what we have, you know, we're, we're, we, you know, we're, we're blessed Kinda to be like a cool challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can make your own snacks. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's, and we've met a lot of really amazing people, beautiful people along the way too, um, that opened up their own uh, mom and pop vegan uh, restaurants and, and so many different places and, and they share their stories and, um, and their vegan journey and, and, and they make amazing food and we're, we're all, we feel like family. We feel like we've, they're adopted family for the time that we're there. We're like, yes, so you get this good, you know, wholesome food while we're here to nourish us. So. Yeah. And then when you go home, you've got like, okay, I want to try and work with what I just tasted, something new to. Yeah, different things that stay with me. Sometimes my my husband will 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 be eating something, and he's like, I think you can do this, or I think you can do something like that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, you know. Um, but yeah, that and that's the fun of it is to be, you know, to be inspired. I talk in the book about culinary alchemy, and it's really mm-hmm. just about allowing yourself to um, uh, to to play, to to experiment mm-hmm. in the kitchen you know, and that's, you know, a little bit of that. Let me try this. Let me see what this, your palate should be your guide, you know, recipe, mm. the recipes are good as the guideline, but, but your, your taste buds and your palate should be the guide all the way, you know, and that's what, that's what, uh, at least that for me, that's what made it fun in the kitchen for me was experimenting, you know. And what about your kids getting involved with this? Because, you know, there's also like, Oh, don't, you know, make your kids vegan and all of that. So, you know, it, it does, does, is there any inspiration in getting them to learn to cook for themselves too through doing this? Yeah, and tasting, I, you know, right, exactly. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Uh, they, it's funny because they, um, uh, they, like I said, they've never really been super picky eaters, uh, thankfully. So they've always tried things. I, I talk in the book about um, uh, being uh, guilty of 
sneaking vegetables into my kids' food sometimes. Like I put um, green <laughs> peas. I share a story about putting green peas in their in their chocolate smoothies before, like the chocolate banana smoothie, uh, frozen green peas, and they were none the wiser. You couldn't taste it. You're, you know, it was completely undetectable. Um, and they would find out after the fact and and be like, "Wait, you yeah. put you put peas." Yeah in the smoothie but it was really good and so you know for 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 them it was just about okay it tasted good though right um and uh I think um with going uh plant-based it was really important to uh, model a healthy lifestyle for the kids I wanted mm-hmm. to sort of plant seeds while they were young and show them um that they can eat good food and that can taste good too you know especially when you're school age and then moving into uh, junior high, you can be influenced by your friends and and, and then college, uh oh, right? Fast food culture. Oh, and yeah. Eat. Um, and I'm like, listen, that's okay. But you know, they know that they can eat good. And they can eat food that will love their body back that won't make them feel bloated and won't make them feel bad. Um, yeah. Health, you know, for me, health was the big reason, the, the biggest reason that I went decided to go plant based vegan. I didn't want to wait to get uh, a diagnosis. Um, I didn't want to wait to get, have to deal with, um, an unfortunate disease or ailment. Um, and so I wanted to take, I wanted to take it into my own hands and start to change uh, how I eat and how I live. And I wanted to be able to pass that on to, to our children as well. Um, there's an expression, um, more is caught than taught, you know, Mm. Um, actions speak louder than words. Our kids, they see, they model what they see us do. And so I wanted to show them how to do it. And, and, and my hope is that I'm, I'm planting seeds and that they'll be able to take that with them as they get older and then hopefully pass that on to their children and, and, and their children. So. Cool. No, I think that's cool. It, it gives, a, you know, a foundation, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I think this whole part of it, I mean, our country has set the autoimmune disease thing is insane, but growing up in other countries, we didn't have this. Yeah, you know that I noticed. I think South Africa started to get a little bit Americanized, you know, Westernized. But in Kenya, man, I mean, as soon as we got there, my breathing cleared up as a little kid. I, yeah. I you know, and just eating the local foods, and I don't know if it was the vegetables were cleaner without pesticides, and yeah, yeah. so it's really this is like a way of life. It's not just I'm vegan. It is, a, you know, incorporating these methods in whether or not you're eating meat. I mean, we don't need meat every single day. You just your body doesn't, you know, um, right. just, yeah, we've done so many shows on and with doctors and things like that, where they're like, really, I'm healthy and fine, you mm. know, and I eat like a pig, you know, they're like, look, and, and I'm healthy, you know, and heart disease. I think that's the other thing. We have a lot of heart disease and it does help with your blood sugar, you know, um, you know, and just your whole, it's just good for you. So I think as we, as we can do it, we should. Absolutely. You know? That's my opinion, you know. What do I know? (laughs) I do want to ask you this. Okay. You're going to have a vegan dinner party. All right. And you're going to invite three people alive or passed on. Mm. Oh, three people. Anyone. Okay. Who would you want to like have down at the table? And what are you going to serve? Let's figure out who's coming first and then what you're going to (laughs) serve. Yeah. Let's have a dinner party. We're going to eat, drink, be merry. I want people to know it can be fun. I like that. Uh, three people, anybody. Um, It'd be a character from a movie. I don't care. Like, who, I who know, do you want right? to hang out with? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Well, my husband would have to be there for sure because he's like one of my yeah, best. Yeah, he's going he's to be helping you too. So don't worry. He's already counted <laughs> he's in. One of those, he's already counted in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and your family, your kids, everyone's in there. But like now, you know what but I like mean? Yeah. 
Um, okay. Mm. You know, I'm really into the Renaissance album by Beyonce. So it would have to be Beyonce. It would be one of them. Insert lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Without but, refined but, sugar. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, let's see. Mm. I just thought of the color purple. So let's go Oprah. And then Zoe Saldana came to mind really that quickly. Oh, well, then, yeah. That's a the three three beautiful, strong women. I was going to say, yeah, that's like kind of a power core going on here. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I have to play Renaissance in the background. That'll have to be music, right? A little we mood music, that. right? Yeah. And um, then what is going to be served? Can we have wine? Because I'm going to be a fly on the wall. And there's a fly buzzing around here. I'm like swatting at it as we're talking. I'm like, what? It's winter. What are you doing? Um, um, but yeah, um, you, you absolutely, you can. I, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in most things in moderation. Um, sure. I, yeah, I like, I like the clean. You can't like, drink too much. Try to have a little, I try to, try to lean towards the clean, um, uh, sugar-free, organic, vegan versions. They have really, dry, dry Wine Farms has some really good ones. Mm. Um no affiliation, but, um, you know, if you're curious about that, but yeah, you can have, you can have a little wine with it if you choose. Um, but the meal plan, hmm, I usually like to go based on like the season, you know, based on what's growing in the area. Um, so spring, cause this is your book party. This is part of a book party. Yes. Yeah. I would probably do, you said that and it just came to me. I would probably do the, um, the creamy kelp noodle pasta, uh, that's cool. it's it's so good so it's the base is kelp noodles and it's got a fun mix of heirloom tomatoes so mixed cut like the orange and yellow and red mm. um, heirloom tomatoes it has um uh, onions it's got ginger it's got Ooh. it's just, it's bursting it's bursting full of flavor i'm seeing it in my head right now it's got some basil is garnish a um, little bit of coconut it's just a lot of a lot mm. of surprising flavors, but 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 really really unexpected and not. And it sounds light. It doesn't sound too heavy. Yes, that's you bring up a good point. It's very light, um, mm. but very satiating, um, and mm. and not not like the any traditional pasta that you've had in the best of ways. It's it's one yeah. of my pasta dishes in the in the book, as a matter of fact. So that cool. would be that would be the base. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, cool. With cool. Maybe, with maybe some stuffed mushrooms. The mm. I have a stuffed mushroom recipe in the book, so probably have I'm that into as, that as a fun or bring bring the stuffed mushrooms to me that that's I'm in 100 and then we can end with the truffles the chocolate yeah, we'll truffles. truffles that's perfect I like that it's a nice cool. nice well-rounded meal for sure and we'll and start pork. with glorious greens because you can never have too much greens never no have you can't yes yeah now now do you grow your own vegetables at all I or don't you? I wish you know I wish I had a green thumb but I I don't and mm. um yeah but I, but I try to find, you know, local farmer's market or whatever, yeah. you know, the, the best place that I can find, um, you know, fresh, fresh is best. As fresh as possible. Yeah. When you have something wilting in the bottom of the fridge, it just, oh yeah, I can almost feel my stomach going. Mm -mm. <laughs> that's not, that's not appealing, not appetizing. No, no. And then it, mm -mm, no, don't do that. But thank you so much, Yesenia. This has been a blast talking with you. You've inspired oh. me, you know. 
by the time your book's out, I'll probably be back on that track, you know? So very cool. It's very good having you on the show. Very excited for your book. Everyone, again, YeseniaCurry.com is a website. The link's in the show notes. Uh, watch for it out on Amazon, all those great places. And um, we're going to have that recipe link in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Listen, the goal is to make veggies cool again. So that's that's that's, that's the hope. Rocket. That's rocket <laughs> with rocket. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate you having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks for joining us here on Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. Keep up with our podcasts at BigBlendRadio.com and our magazines at BigBlendMagazines.com.